Hello boys and girls, this is story time with Auntie Beth. We'll be traveling at Angels on the Clouds to a country far away. Now open up your wings and let us fly through the clouds. Come on, let's go. Higher, higher, a little higher. Isn't this fun? Now let's descend. Down, down, here we are now. Great job. Let's get ready for a story. Our story today, who stained my beige sofa? The person will definitely pay. John was a Bible teacher at Present Truth Community School in Borden Town in Grand Cayman. He tells the story of how he and his wife once traded in their old Volkswagen for their first piece of new furniture, a beige sofa. They did not want to part with the old vehicle because it was the only means of transportation they possessed, but they needed furniture for the house they recently, they recently sorry, rented at an affordable price. Mother thought that since they were beginning to be accepted in reputable circles in the community, their home should show some class. Their income was not much. And apart from taking a bank loan, which would add more stress to their finances, they decided to sell the vehicle and purchase the much-needed pieces of furniture. Well, after they had sold the vehicle, they took the village bus and went to the furniture store. The children, Lorner, age seven, Malcolm, age five, and Jonathan, age three, accompanied them. The two older children were all over the store, jumping from one bed to the next, pulling the bedspread from one bed to the next. They stood on the couches and jumped up and down while the parents moved around to find the best living room set at the best bargain price. After bargaining for each set, mother's eyes fell on a beige four-piece set. This is the one. I'll look no further. Are you sure, baby? This looks like it will get messed up easily. Let's go for this black one instead. This black thing looks cheap. It looks too ordinary. But it will last longer. By the way, where are the children? See them over there? They are going to jump on this couch as soon as we get home. And it will be soiled in less than no minute. Let's take something else, please. I tell you, my mind is made up. I will take this beige set. The man at the furniture store sided with John as to the color mother had chosen. He warned them not to get that beige couch or set when he looked at the room shot small children galloping over the place. You don't want a beige sofa, ma'am. Get something with a less conspicuous color. Sir, we will take this one. The man sided with his wife. My wife loves it and I agree with her. It really looks classy, you know, and will give our living room an elegant and uplifting look. Yes, we'll take it. If the na naive optimism 
of young parenthood, the mother said, we know how to handle our children. We will put strict rules from now on. Give us the bed sofa. The store clerk looked at the boy and the girl rummaging through the corner of the store and shook his head and said, Beige it is, my friend. From that moment on, everybody knew that the number one rule in the house was don't sit on the beige sofa. Don't touch the beige sofa. Don't play around the beige sofa. Don't eat on, breathe on, look at, or think about the beige sofa. It was like the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden. On every other chair in the house you may freely sit, but upon this sofa, this beige sofa, you may not eat, you may not sit, for on the day you sit thereon, you will surely pay dearly. Then came the fall. One day there appeared on the beige sofa a stain, a red stain, a red jelly stain. So John's wife, who had chosen the beige sofa which she adored, lined up the three children in front of it. Lorna, age seven, Malcolm, age five, and Jonathan, age three. Do you see that stain, children? That's a stain, a red stain, a red jelly stain. I called the man at the sofa store and he said, the stain is not going to come out forever it's going to remain there do you know how long forever is children that's how long you are going to stand here until one of you tells me who put the stain on my beige sofa malcolm was the first to speak with trembling lips and tearful eyes he said lorna did it Lorna passionately denied. Then there was silence for the longest time. Not a word was said. John the dad knew they did not open up, for they had never seen their mother for upset. He knew they would not, because they knew if they did, they would spend eternity in the time of cheer. He knew they could not, because he was the one who put the jelly stain on the sofa. And he was not going to say a thing. Not yet. He was waiting for mother to cool down. When he realized it was approaching lunchtime and mother had locked herself in a room, he knocked on the door and quietly asked to be allowed in. We do not know what went on in there, but about half an hour later, both parents came out and apologized to the children for the way they both dealt with the situation. Later that day, the couch was returned to the store and exchanged for a much cheaper and less conspicuous one. And there was peace and happiness in the house, still with conditions no jumping, no eating, no drinking on the black couch. The truth is, boys and girls, we are all stained like this sofa because of sin in our lives. God has offered us forgiveness, 
but many of us struggle to feel forgiven. And that is why God has given us the practice of confession. When we practice confession and repentance, we are liberated from the guilt of sin. We are freed through the blood of Jesus. Jesus had asked us to confess our sins because he knows that he will forgive us and only he can forgive us from the wrongs we have committed. Boys and girls, don't hold on to guilt. If or when you do something wrong, confess and try always to do what is right. Father, help our boys to do what is right. And when they sin, help them to confess and repent. In Jesus' name.